your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. Add another name to the Golden Knights injury list. Now William Carlson of the Misfit line is out up to six weeks with a broken foot. VGK skates in Toronto tonight for the first meeting in two years, and the Maple Leafs are favorites to win the game. We will break down each squad's special teams and have a preview of tonight's game, the first of four on the road for the Vegas Golden Knights. I really do enjoy these 4 o'clock Las Vegas time face-offs. Hi again, everyone. I am Tony Cardasco. You can follow me on Twitter at Tony Dasco. Las Vegas is the sports and entertainment capital of the world, and I cover VGK, and I hope to also be entertaining at the same time. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms. So as we know, the Golden Knights have been ravaged with injuries this season. Just when the team saw Mark Stone skating on his own last week and hopefully coming back soon, another key piece of the team goes down. And head coach Peter DeBoer confirming this morning that William Carlson will miss the next four to six weeks with a broken foot. It is believed that the puck hit Carlson on his foot in Friday's win over Anaheim on a shot taken by one of his own teammates. I just remember him going to the bench after a shot was taken from teammate Shade Theodore, and it ricocheted off of his foot. Carlson had three points, including one goal through his first eight games of the season. So who will be skating on the second line, the misfit line, with Jonathan Marchessault and Riley Smith? DeBoer confirming today that Brett Howden will be taking Carlson's spot on the second line, Howden was acquired from the Rangers during the offseason. Remember, New York didn't want to lose Howden to the expansion draft, so they made a deal. They dealt him to Vegas and the Golden Knights and VGK sending defenseman Nick DeSimone and a fourth-round pick to the Rangers for Brett Howden. Howden, 16 goals over the past three seasons. Howden has appeared in six games this season for VGK. And in his 184 NHL career games, Howden is minus 30 in plus minus. He's minus 30. I thought initially that it could be Nick Waugh who was going to fill in on that second line. You know, VGK would have to keep Waugh out of the penalty box where he leads the Golden Knights with 17 penalty minutes. But he will not be the starter, at least in that capacity. The Misfit line, they've been together since the team's inaugural season and pretty much outperformed the VGK top line in last season's playoffs. The Golden Knights have been undefeated since Peter DeBoer simplified the team's approach, starting with the Colorado Avalanche game. They're going to have to play some simple and fundamental hockey with a lot of the players now on the shelf this season. But also VGK has to preserve their energy Four games coming up over the next six days on the road. It could get tough. Someone needs to step up. Someone needs to step up. 
We have been talking so much on this show about Evgeny Dadadov. Maybe he will get more ice time with the third line. Will Peyton Krebs be on the top line tonight? Krebs still without a goal. 20 NHL games. He's minus four on the ice as well so far this season. And he's yet to make that impact like we thought he would. And perhaps now in the back of his mind, there's a lot of conversations, a lot of noise about his name being attached to a potential Jack Eichel deal. It would be really good to see him on the line with the team's leading scorer, uh, Chandler Stevenson, uh, centering hopefully tonight. Stevenson with seven points in the early going of this season. And we should see the debut of Michael Amadio. Uh, Amadio with the Golden Knights acquired this past week. I wonder if he is helping out VGK with the scout. Uh, His former team is Toronto. He appeared in just two games this season. But as we know, he knows their system and can help them out. Amadio should possibly be on the third line, uh, potentially with Dodonov and possibly Keegan Kolasar. But someone really needs to step up tonight. They really do. This This has been the worst wave of VGK injuries that I can remember, well, since the team's inception, we've been here. Uh, this is now the fifth season. But it could be one of the worst that I've ever seen in all of sports. I, I also remember all the injuries late last season. Max Pacioretty, he missed the final six games of the regular season. Time in the bubble. Uh, Alec Martinez, he played the end of last season with a broken foot all the while, blocking 72 shots, the leader in that category in the playoffs. Alex Tuck, he was injured at the end of last season. The team has always been able to make it work out through adversity. They've done a really good job, and I think that's part of their makeup and part of the fabric of who they are, but nothing at all. Nothing compares to this latest run of injuries. And again, you know, to be honest, I really do not believe I have ever seen anything quite like this. Several key players on a team getting injured like this. On a brighter note, at least VGK doesn't have to worry about the salary cap. That's not been an issue. And at least, knock on wood, Golden Knights goalies are healthy. And that's a big plus at this part of the season, going into this very difficult four-game road swing. While the NHL, and particularly the Golden Knights here locally, cannot discuss exact player injuries other than upper or lower body injuries. And we all know it's a foot injury with William Carlson. And I was sent uh, photos of Max Pacioretty walking around on crutches and his left foot in a soft cast a few weeks ago. Why can't the league at least be mandated? Why can't they be mandated to release the travel squads, a list of who is on the travel roster? So we have a player who suddenly appears on the road. While at home, you might be able to see a player on the ice during the morning skate, perhaps. For instance, for instance, Peter DeBoer said yesterday that the injury to Nolan Patrick isn't serious enough to shelf him and put him on the injured list. Do we know even if Patrick is on the road with VGK? No, no, we have no idea. And apparently, the local media has cut its travel budget. So it looks like there are no local scribes on the road and we can't find out any information about what's happening and who's on the road with VGK during this four-game road trip. 
Up next, with key players out, special teams need to deliver. This is the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends logging for all the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms. Injuries aside, VGK has to make sure its special teams are special. VGK is a team that has to keep in close contact to the Pacific Division leaders before the team gets healthy, probably after the first of the year. And that's when we could see this team returning to semi, semi full strength. I believe special teams will be a factor tonight, this week, the remainder of the season, especially with the Golden Knights being shorthanded. And they have to find ways to manufacture scoring, force the issue, move the puck. The power play outage. I remember Riley Smith saying during the playoffs last season against Montreal that VGK was not releasing the puck very well on the power play and not crashing the net and picking up rebounds. That was last season, but it still holds true today through eight games of this season. Smith, by the way, with a shorthanded goal, so he has outproduced power play goals one to nothing. The lack of production with the man advantage, it has been an issue. It has been a problem with VGK. They've had this problem historically since the very first game. Last season in the playoffs, the lack of the PP scoring killed the Golden Knights. They had just 9% conversion rate. 9%. We talked yesterday about Evgeny Dadadov and his play in Florida for three seasons. Well, we went back and looked at the numbers again, and he produced 25, 25 power play goals in three seasons there. He needs to be on the ice as much as possible during the power play. He is confident. He is on just a high now. He's got a lot of confidence, and he's in a zone right now. And uh, maybe the misfit line with Brett Howden, uh, with him centering tonight, maybe they can break through. What I have noticed on the power play. VGK isn't even getting a lot of shots on its power play opportunities. Lately, a lot of the shots are coming from the point. They are going straight on or trying to get through traffic and put the puck on net. And VGK has been trying to get a carom. And I remember I went back again uh, in history. Again, this is historical and uh, in nature, and, and I remember an 0 for 19 drought four years ago. I have to believe that that's the team's in-season record. The last power play goal, 
the last power play goal for the Golden Knights back on June the 6th against Colorado. The Golden Knights are currently 0 for 15 on the power play this season, and I believe now it is 0 for its last 34 attempts on the PP. Meanwhile, the penalty kill is at 84% for Vegas. For Toronto, the power play has produced four goals this season, and uh, Toronto's done a pretty good job. Uh, They have a new special teams coach, a new power play coach uh, that they've maneuvered around. Uh, Four goals, 27 power play opportunities so far, and that's about a 15% conversion rate. While the league average is about 20%, but VGK brings that average down. They are zero, zero percent, and they've got to change that. Uh, The Maple Leafs on penalty kills, 83%, so the two teams are comparable there. And the Leafs were sizzling uh, last year. Uh, On the power play last season, 31% during the regular season at one point. But then they slumped the second half of the season, and they could be good, and they can produce a lot of scoring opportunities. The key again tonight for VGK could as well be getting out to an early lead. And so Peter DeBoer likes to frame it up like this. He likes to see the Golden Knights score in their first 10 minutes of play. And after 10 minutes, he can kind of evaluate where the team is at. Like in the Avs game, in the Avalanche game, VGK scored twice in the opening 10 minutes of play. On the power play, the Golden Knights, they've got to put the puck on net. And I don't know if those shots from the point are going to do it. But you know what? Try something. Just (laughs) take shots. Take shots. Try to open up the offense. Try to do something where they're manufacturing offense. On a recent national television broadcast, we heard an awful lot about Peter DeBoer telling the broadcast team that he just wants to make sure that the power play doesn't hurt the Golden Knights, like giving up a shorthanded goal. And I don't know if that's the approach. I I, I think I would feel better if this team were more aggressive. I would like to see VGK gamble. I would like to see them play a more aggressive style. I wouldn't worry so much about a turnover. I would not worry about a long carom off of a rebound. I would just try to get something started. You know, you could you could turn it over. There could be a long carom. Uh, it could be off of a rebound. It could be something that keys an odd man rush. But I just wouldn't be as concerned about being cautious. And rather, I would like to see less passing and more shots taken. You can't do it with just one or two shots and playing really conservative, and I think that that could come back and really hurt the Golden Knights. They've got to manufacture something. They've got to do something on special teams, and that's the way I think they're going to get things started, and they've got to start doing that tonight. Coming up next, a preview of today's game between the Golden Knights and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Don't go away. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. It's the number one spot for all the sports action, period. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports. 
Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON, in all caps, LOCKEDON, to receive your bonus. Bet online. It also has a new web interface. You need to check it out with a lot more props and odds and lines than ever before. Coming up in Las Vegas this week, sports that you want to bet on, uh, VGK odds, Raiders lines. I like the boxing odds with Canelo versus Plant, which I'm very excited about this weekend coming up here in Las Vegas, and UFC odds from Fight Island. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome back, and thanks for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms. The Toronto Maple Leafs are hoping to have a better finish this season than last. Perhaps the Maple Leafs are still feeling some of the effects from the first-round playoff collapse after going up three games to one on Montreal, only to lose that series to the rival Canadiens in a deciding seventh game. The Maple Leafs haven't won a playoff series in 17 years, and you talk about futility, they have dropped eight straight series-clinching games, and Toronto has not won the Cup in 53 years. Tonight, each team's going to try to start off the week with a win. It's a very difficult stretch for each team ahead. The Maple Leafs have plenty of firepower. They're playing better defensively right now, and the top two lines have Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and the duo of John Tavares and William Nylander. Matthews, by the way, had off-season wrist surgery, and he missed the first three games of this season. Matthews scored a league-best 41 goals last season. He has just one goal so far this season in the six games that he's played, but he's a guy that can go on a streak, and VGK has got to make sure that they mark him tonight. And this week, uh, we heard Austin Matthews say that his timing is still a little bit off, and uh, he's trying to come back. Marner, who had 67 points in 55 games a season ago, also is off to a slow start. He had one goal in the last game against Detroit, and we see now where VGK comes in with a three-game win streak, a two-game win streak on back-to-backs for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And the Maple Leafs have two strong goaltenders, Peter Morazic, who had a groin injury in the early part of this season, and Jack Campbell. Uh, Morazic signed a three-year contract. He came over from Carolina from the Hurricanes in the offseason. The Golden Knights tonight, they have to protect neutral ice because I feel uh, the Leafs will try to get the puck out fast, and VGK is down key players. Hits. Does it appear to you that the Golden Knights are getting out-hit in nearly every game? Bring back Ryan Reeves. <laughs> hey, you know, they need to pick it up, uh, especially with the forechecking, and they need to start hitting a little bit more. Uh, that could lead to opportunities in the game tonight. And VGK has to set the tone early, early on this uh, this road trip. I, I think tonight's game could be a high-scoring affair. I really do. Uh, the winner goes over the 500 mark. Uh, for the Golden Knights, it would be the first time since opening night when they beat the Kraken. And Toronto and Tampa Bay ahead for, uh, for the Maple Leafs. VGK's road swing next will take them to Ottawa, to Montreal, and to Detroit after today's game. Face-off time this afternoon, 4 o'clock Pacific time. 
Robin Leonard should be a net tonight for the Golden Knights. Toronto leads this series four games to two. We're still trying to find out, too, why VGK left so early for this road trip. They've been in Toronto since Saturday. So, as we said earlier on our previous show, they should be acclimated in time for this game. The keys for VGK to win tonight in Toronto. Number one, score in the first 10 minutes. That's important because if they get out to an early lead, then they could play the game differently. Play aggressive in all aspects of the game. And yes, we mean on special teams and everywhere else and in the neutral zone. And then number three, score on the power play. Score on the power play by getting the puck into the blue ice area and create some opportunities for rebounds. Get it into the crease. Also, no new news to report fans on the Jack Eichel watch. Some believe that VGK might need a dance partner a third party to pull off a blockbuster trade in order to afford Eichel's $10 million contract. So stay tuned, and we'll have the latest developments on that as the week continues. Now, make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Scott Culler leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day for you to be the expert of your fantasy league. It is free and available on all platforms. We thank you all for tuning in today. I'm Tony Cardasco. Until tomorrow for Locked On Golden Knights.